0: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Give focus only to which you want to see expand. Anything else is nonsense. Nikki Rowe. what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk episode for today we're going to be doing a cosmic brew and every time i film cosmic brews or record cosmic brews i get so excited because i feel like we just tap into this whole world that i tend to dip into in my lonesome but also just with my closest friends like i feel like every time I don't know every time i have conversations with people that are super into like spirituality super into like supernatural super into like how to raise your vibe how to raise your frequency how to manifest things do we live past lives getting tarot readings all of that it's just it's so fun and so i don't know every time i have a day on the board where i'm like i know i'm going to be filming a cosmic brew I get super excited. So today, in particular, I want to talk about how to raise your vibe or your frequency, which is something again that I feel like the more we dip into cosmic brews, the more I'm going to unpack just the knowledge that I feel like I myself has have has have both um, accumulated in my own spirituality practices, in my own spirituality study, I guess, in a lot of ways, but. Um, I'm always a student. I feel like I should probably make that disclaimer that no matter what, I'm still and will always be a student, especially in my own spirituality, but these are the things that I first started to research and first started to get into a few years back when I started to really explore my spirituality, and I just want to cover all like the grand bases of spirituality before we get into more deep things, so this was one thing that I remember when I first started getting into spirituality. And I first started to look into how much of existence, how much of living is so much deeper than what we can sense with our senses. You know, the things we see, the things we hear, the things we can touch. I learned a lot about frequencies and i learned a lot about vibrations i learned a lot about just this whole thing everything we're going to talk about today and i find it so interesting and it's really cool because this part like this whole how to raise your frequency everything we're going to talk about today it's really interesting that we live in a time and in an era where this is actually starting to be backed by science where it's being proven that your actual like you actually truly do have a frequency even tables and chairs are just atoms that are vibrating energy back and forth, even if they're solid like this. It's a door. Even though it's solid, if you were to break it down microscopically, it is atoms that are all connected and vibrating at a certain frequency. And so, you yourself are also, if you were to break yourself down very, 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 very microscopically, you are also atoms vibrating at a certain frequency. The beautiful thing about being a human is that when you know that and you consciously tap into that, you can actually start to tune your frequency. And that is exactly what I wanna talk about today how to do it why you should why it's even beneficial for you and all of that good stuff so hopefully you guys have a warm cozy beverage and let's dive in so i feel like anyone that's dipped into the spiritual world or the metaphysical world or anything of that sort has probably heard the word vibes before if anything not even in the spiritual world i feel like everybody just uses the word vibes now and what does it actually mean so vibrations or frequencies, when you really start to research it and look into it, it really just means energy. And I think we all know this by now, but everything we can see, everything around us, including ourselves, including our thoughts, are all energy. So you, being a human, your plants, the camera in which I'm filming this, you're watching energy right now, because even technology, even the frequencies in which would have had to come into place for you to watch this video or hear this audio, Is energy. You're hearing energy right now, and we're all made up of energy. Everything we do is energy. Everything you listen to is vibrating or is a sound that, literally, if you break it down, is a vibrational movement, usually um, measured in Hertz. So, everything is energy, and that's the whole idea behind vibrations or frequency that you yourself are energy, everything around you is energy, and you can actually start to curate or and this is where manifest manifestation comes in as well but you can start to tap into that energy and work and play with that energy in a way that can actually help you evolve in a more linear way and a more natural way in a way that helps you just grow and just enjoy life a lot more in a lot of ways so we're actually all connected through a web or tapestry of electromagnetic frequencies. And so you do have a set frequency. And again, I feel like I would need to do more research in order to even be able to talk about that. But based on your parents, based on your upbringing, based on your genetics and all of that, like there is, or there tends to be a certain frequency in which you kind of stay at, but that doesn't mean that you're stuck there. And it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, vibrate at a higher frequency or attract higher frequency things towards you. I think it all just kind of comes down to consciousness. It comes down to awareness of the fact that this even exists. And that always comes into play with spirituality because I feel like so many of us, so many of the human beings on earth need to see things in order to believe them, need proof, viable proof. But that's why I think it's so cool that science is starting to prove these things because realistically you are emitting energy right now. I'm emitting energy right now. I feel like I'm in a very happy mood. I feel like I'm super chatty. I'm already stumbling upon myself, but I, I'm emitting energy. You're emitting energy. The things around you are emitting energy. This frame that I was just knocking on is also emitting energy. Although I don't believe that it's a lot because I'm not sensing it in some type of way, but everything around you all of this it's all super connected in this deep energetic tapestry and your experiences the conversations you have in your life the places you go the people you meet all of this is part of that tapestry and if we're going to use this metaphor you can really Thicken up and enrich that tapestry in life or you can choose also not to you can kind of just choose to ride Ride the wave and do your own thing in life and allow your tapestry to do as it does But I think again when you have that consciousness and that awareness of the fact that you are energy and everything around you is energy You can actually use that to your benefit in a way that helps you like I said evolve and grow but also just enjoy life more and to attract more things towards you and to really just embrace everything that life has to offer, everything that the experience of life has to offer. So it's super interesting the more you dive into this. And I highly recommend to do some research because like I said, I myself am still a student in all of this and everything that I talk about online. But I, I highly suggest looking more into this and just dipping into it because even outside of today's episode where we're going to talk a lot about it, there's still, this is the tip of the iceberg. We're only scratching the surface. So. There's so much more to know, but there is a sense of empowerment in embracing the fact that you are energy and the things around you are energy. The conversations you have are energy. And I think that we all intuitively kind of know this because if you take the difference between a conversation you have with your best friend that is super uplifting, that is super welcoming, that is super like, you can talk about anything. You can take your mask off. You can just be yourself. It really makes you feel enlightened or have you ever had an experience where you're walking down the street and a stranger smiles at you and you smile back and Suddenly your energy just feels like it's shifted in some way And this isn't the kind of energy that we're talking about from a good night's sleep or eating good quality foods This is a type of energy that we all have stored within us it's the part of energy or really I think it's our spirit our spiritual energy that when we begin to open ourselves up to it we find we have more of it and we find we see more of it even just this morning I was on my run and as I was running through the park there's a specific park that I end up always running through on all of my runs every time I do I always get this like I, I feel like I'm even beaming right now just thinking about it but I run through this park that has really, really old trees and I love trees so much, but it's so interesting because I heard this, you guys are going to think I'm crazy by saying this, hopefully not, but I, I always hear this voice that comes over me whenever I take note of the trees because I run a lot. So there's runs where I don't notice the trees and then there's runs where I do. And on my way home, I always pass through this park. So it's usually towards the end of my run and I'm like, okay, I'm a little tired now or whatever. And then suddenly I'm just aware of the fact that I'm surrounded by like 100 year old trees. And when I think about it, I'm like, you know what? These trees hold so much energy. And up until giving them attention, giving them focus, giving them my energy really in a lot of ways by directing my energy, by focusing on these trees, suddenly i can feel their energy their energy is there all along and i think that this is something that in today's society we tend to overlook or bypass because we're so quick to just get to the next thing right we're so dazzled by technology we're so immersed in social media that we sometimes forget to give our focus to the things that have always given us energy like nature specifically or like sun or the sky or the moon or stars, whatever it is. But when you do take a second to slow down and to give your energy to these things, they give you energy back and you can feel it. And it's something that again, and I feel like I'm always kind of saying this because cosmic brews are still such a new thing. This is why I love talking about all of this in the cosmic brews because it's so unseen and it's something that I really I can try and explain it in a million ways, but I'm sure you felt it on some level, even if it wasn't with trees, that you just happen to notice your morning cup of coffee a little bit more than just sipping it down and getting on to the next thing in your morning. And it gives you more Energy than it did the morning before, or a conversation with a friend, or just something that made you feel open and uplifted and enlightened in a lot of ways, whether it is with nature or other things. And we're going to get to all the things that really help us bring our vibration and our frequencies up. But I'm just going to take a wide assumption if you're listening right now and you are into the cosmic bruise that you've already experienced something in your life that has helped you raise your vibration, that has helped you raise your frequency. And thus, you know, it exists because once you feel it, there's no denying it. You're like, okay, this isn't seen, but I feel more uplifted. I feel better. I feel excited. And it's not because I drink a coffee and there's caffeine coursing through my veins. It's because I connected to something energetically that might not be able to be seen, but it's definitely felt. So interestingly enough, like I said, in today's era we're able to actually use science to capture or to regulate that type of energy for instance the actual vibrational energy in which that we can capture it in is called Hertz so you can do this specifically with music you can listen to music that has actually been tuned to the amount of Hertz that it's needed to heal your body or healing energy so if you ever want to dip into that world just go on YouTube write in I believe it's like 432 hertz is the beginning one but you can get super high with those frequencies and listening to that music will actually help tune your energy because you're again you're taking in this high frequency music but really all it is is it's capturing the rate at which that vibrational energy is being emitted outwards so music and sound in general is obviously one of the biggest ones but everything vibrates at a certain energy so Listening to that music will help you raise your vibrations and people, places, things, all of these things are vibrating at a certain frequency and Hertz is just the measurement in which we use to capture the rate of which those vibrations and those frequencies are actually, you know, frequencing at, I can't think of a better word for it. Let's dive into why you would actually want to, to raise your frequency or your vibration. Now, this is definitely for those of you that is, this is a whole new world to. If you're open to this world or you've researched any of this before, you probably already know. But I have, I've recently done a cosmic brew about the difference between your higher self and your lower self or your ego and all of that. And I feel like that's a very good place to start because... It's very similar in the sense, or it's actually the exact same thing in the sense of when you are vibrating at your higher frequency, when your energy is in a higher state, when you've tuned yourself a little bit more closer to your higher self, the world opens up to you. And again, I'm going to assume that most of us have felt that at least once in our lives, you know, like the best day of your life or those moments that just feel so perfect, even if they're simple. In today's world, when you think of addictions, when you think of People that abuse drugs and things like that um and i am saying this as somebody that also used to abuse weed a lot so i feel like i'm gonna blush a little bit saying that but i believe that the reason why we see people with such addictive personalities that we see people totally my personal opinion see i'm getting really shy about the fact that i'm saying something that i believe so wholeheartedly in but i don't want to offend anyone on the internet okay my libra moon is showing but um The reason why we see a lot of that happening in today's world is I believe that we get very enticed by these higher frequencies. Drinking can bring it. Drugs can bring it. You get people that are obsessed with sex. You get people that obsessed with anything that helps you tap into that higher frequency. But realistically, it's almost an imbalance of that higher frequency. And so thus we go through very unnatural methods to tap back into it. And I think that that's why it's so natural or it's so common to Have an addictive personality to things that make you feel like you are vibrating at that higher frequency I just hit my elbow. I believe the reason why is because Higher frequencies allow us to have bigger thinking they allow us to break free from the things that make us feel weighted down or almost too logical sometimes and again, I I feel, I'm feeling very compelled to talk about addiction right now and I don't know why. Maybe it's because, like I said, I myself have experienced a bit of that and it's also so prominent in my personal life to people I know. Whether you're addicted to food, whether you're addicted to drugs, whether you're addicted to alcohol or sex or anything, you could literally replace it. There's people that get addicted to collecting things, there's people that are addicted to Plastic surgery, there's people that get addicted to a wide range of things. And I think that we always think of addiction in terms of drug and alcohol, and sometimes sex and like gambling. But addiction and addictive personalities can be addicted to literally anything. And again, I just think that it's because we want that high, but we want it easy. We want to tune into a higher frequency without realizing that I think imperfect in particular addictive personalities or when you get addicted to things that actually are very unhealthy for you. They might make you feel like you're vibrating at that high frequency but it's actually weighting you down and it's holding you down and it's holding you back. That's a coffee talk for a different time. I don't know why I feel so compelled to talk about it right now but another big part because I've already opened up about it in today's episode of my own feelings of just knowing I have that addictive personality trait and using weed for my substance, but you can literally replace weed with any other substance. Like I said, people even get addicted to exercise and things like that. But for me, it was a way to bypass the feelings that I had suppressed and stored. The difference is though, like I said, when when you try and bypass raising your frequency or raising your vibration, You're trying to bypass the things that you've suppressed. And suppressed emotions specifically get stuck in our organs and in our tissues and in our actual body. And they show up as emotional problems long before they show up as physical problems, but they do eventually show up as physical problems as well. So for me, it was such a shortcut past those things, but it never actually got rid of those things. So the minute that, you know, you took weed out of the situation for myself, or with any addictive behavior, you take whatever the person is addicted to out of it, out of the equation, they go right back to that lower frequency because that blockage is still in the way. And it's super interesting when you start to do research into this whole field, how, like I said, suppressed emotions, hard hardships in a lot of ways that we just don't deal with, that we push away. They don't go away they get stuck in our bodies they get stuck in our organs they get stuck in our tissues when you break me down atom by atom it's stuck somewhere within there and that's why i love learning about chakras and understanding or trying to connect to where I feel energy. Whenever I feel like there's a rock in my throat because I can't speak, that energy is getting stuck in my throat chakra. When I feel like, and this was the big one for me with specifically weed, I feel like it is so unnatural for me to be speaking about this so openly, but here I am. Let's keep going. With weed for me, it helped me so much at the time. And I I don't say that as if it actually is helpful because it really didn't it just helped me bypass this problem i for the longest time in my life numbed out my heart chakra and it's so interesting dipping into that now because i feel like i am truly led by my heart chakra but i numbed it out for so long because it had brought me so much pain i felt like i felt so abandoned and i felt so and this is just my own experience you know what i mean like it's not necessarily that the experience was this way this is just my perspective but there was so much that had hurt my heart growing up that I learned at a very young age to turn that off but the thing is is that I naturally being a Pisces just being who I am by nature like I love everything like I love trees I love talking to you guys I love when I lead with my heart that's when I feel strongest but I felt like there was so much suppressed energy in there there was such a broken heart in there that I couldn't express until I started doing therapy that I used weed to literally cover it up. It was like I could smoke weed, and when I did smoke weed, it was like I could suddenly break into this softness of my heart that I felt so suppressed for so long. And I'm only explaining this to you in case any of you guys out there identify with this. When you're trying to raise your vibration or raise your frequency, that the best way to do it is the ways that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, There's always gonna be ways in today's world to bypass that. Don't be afraid to challenge your own thinking or to challenge your own ways of being. I am going to sidestep right back into the uncomfortable conversation that I feel like I've unplanned thrown into today's coffee talk. But for me, it took me like over a year, guys, over a year to challenge my own ways of trying to Basically, sidestep or trick my way into abundant thinking or trick my way into love and to openness of my heart chakra in particular, but just energy in particular. You know, I wanted that abundant thinking, I wanted that love and that joy, but I felt like I couldn't get there naturally. Again, that's where the addictive behaviors come in, and you can turn this so uncosmically into more logical terms, but realistically, I do think that all of us want to feel more abundance. We don't want to be stuck in this thought process of lack or scarcity or feeling like you have to be unsafe all the time, which is a hard thing to do in today's world and I can totally empathize with that if you're there. I think that's why I'm here to like talk about these things is because I want to not only shed light on it for myself and through my own self-study and Just being more honest about these things online so that I can help other people see that. But just become curious of yourself, become curious of your own life, become curious of your own energy, your own vibration, your own frequency, because then you can start to play with it and that's where all the fun comes, right? So let's actually talk about the fun parts, which is how do we actually raise our vibrations or our frequencies? So the first thing I want to talk about, and the reason why I'm putting this first is because again, not to get too cosmic on you guys... But I'm very, I'm very aware of the era that we live in. And I think that's because I've tapped into some past lives before and also because I chat with my higher self quite a bit so I can look at life quite objectively. I also love history and I love dreaming about the future or what it could even be. So in that sense, I'm able to zoom out of the timeline of my own life. Like I'm 26 right now and it's 2020, right? But I feel like I, when I learn about history, when I think about the future, I'm able to really kind of go there without going there. And for that reason, I feel very compelled to use what we consume as the very first indicator or the very first step in which you can actually raise your vibration or your frequency. And this is because in today's world, in 2020, we are consuming more than we've ever consumed before. And I don't just mean that in the sense of like, yes, we consume food, you know, you consume your experiences on the day to day, but with technology just continuing to rise and social media definitely not going anywhere, we're consuming more than ever. And even more so on top of that. It's 2020. So a lot of us, you know, the the global pandemic that's gone on has caused us to be inside more, which has caused us to be on our technology more, which means we're consuming more than ever right here in the day and age that we all live in. I probably won't list off everything that you consume, but just a couple of of the ideas is you consume the environment around you. You consume the relationships in your life. You consume food and water you consume social media and words that you hear spoken of you you consume experiences with other people connections with other people you consume what you read you consume what you see basically every sense that your body allows you to experience which is more than just the few that we're taught about being eyesight you hearing sense of touch a sense of taste um we actually, a sense of smell, we experience a lot more than just those. Those are the main ones, but we experience also emotions. We experience thoughts. We experience so many more. There's so much more richness and depth into our experiences, and that's why I'm putting consumption as the first thing, because when you become aware of what you consume, and not in a way that you need to be hyper-aware or hyper-consumed by what you aware, because then you're consuming your own consumption, that's a thought, but... It's because, in my experience, depending on how into astrology you guys are, I am a Pisces. Like, I'm a Stelium Pisces. So, that means that Pisces, in particular, are super affected by their environment and their atmosphere. So, this might not be the case for all of you guys listening, but for me, my atmosphere is a direct reflection of what tune or frequency I'm at. Like, I rarely ever have a messy apartment, and that's not because I am, like, a clean freak by any sense, but... It's because when my atmosphere is messy, it like lowers my vibe, it lowers my frequency. And I feel like that is, it actually truly does make sense when you have mess, messy things, messy places, when you eat foods that aren't good for you. Because even food, when you think about it, like I said, just this door frame beside me, if you broke it down molecule by molecule, It has a vibration it has a frequency to it so the foods that we eat the things that we consume within our bodies that then change our actual the chemistry of our bodies it changes your vibration and your frequency the same with water like if you're not drinking enough water if you do drink enough water how clean is your water which is something again that We take for granted so easily, I think about this very often, Um, how many times I'm able to just go to my tap and fill up my filter and then pour that filter into a water bottle and drink water all day. Like That is not something that everybody has, but it is something that we should be so grateful for because again, the more hydrated you are, the higher frequency you are, Like it's all so interconnected. Not to mention, and like I said, and I think that this is another big thing with consumption is our relationships and our connections in life. And I I put this under the consumption category for a reason, because I think that as much as we, and this is also important that we give to our relationships and the connections in our life, we are also consuming those relationships. And this is not specific to everybody. Again, everything I normally talk about is very subjective to you, but especially if you are an empathetic person, you pick up on other people's energy very easily and very like you're very sensitive to that, that is something that you are actually truly consuming. Um, I say that as somebody that I'm a very highly sensitive person. I consider myself to be extremely empathetic. So when I'm around people that are going through a hard time, that doesn't bother me. But if I'm around people that are very angry, for instance, that does bother me. Anger and like any kind of abrupt or just very in your face, like negative energy, it affects me very, very quickly and very, very deeply because I can't help but consume it. And that is something that comes with being a very highly sensitive person, which sensitivity is very much a scale. You're not either one or the other. I think that everybody has that dial in which how much sensitivity they are prone to, but Even when you have only a little bit of sensitivity, you can still pick up on that energy. You're still consuming the energy of what is around you, your atmosphere, and what other people are emitting around you. So it's another thing to keep in mind that, you know it's not always an easy thing to do. And I do have a full coffee talk where I want to talk about this, but a lot of the times, if you're able to, it's best to shorten the amount of time that you are spending around people that tend to consume your energy or energy vampires is another like term for the, for those, that style or that. I don't want to like put a label on a type of person that is you know, angry because I also have empathy for people that are angry because they're just stuck in a lower frequency. The thing is, is people need to want to change their own frequency. People need to want to change themselves. And if you have people in your life that are very low frequency with no desire to change, it's in your best interest to lower or to limit the amount of time or to put up boundaries there to protect your own energy and to protect your own frequency. So again, just some thoughts off the cuff that are not part of my notes. second way to raise your energy or to raise your frequency is through self-care and self-care again like most things in today's world and with digital media and all of that things have been taken and kind of just created a whole new meaning with it you know but what I mean when I'm talking about self-care is like I said eating healthy foods and all of that without becoming too obsessive about it because that will lower your frequency but also just uh, so essential oils and crystals in particular they're actually vibrating at a higher frequency so when you use essential oils or when you surround yourself with crystals they actually help to raise your vibration to raise your frequency based on the frequency that they are kind of set at. Other ideas of this are to get good rest is such a it's actually probably one of the most important forms of self-care and it's one that again in, in today's world is often pushed upon us to like sleep when you're dead like work hard now kind of thing but that's actually really really bad for your vibration for your frequency because when you're not well rested you're almost waking up if let's say you slept like three or four hours versus a good solid seven eight hours of sleep you're waking up at a lower frequency already. So you have to work that much harder to be able to not only raise your frequency, but attract good things to you towards the day versus when you're well rested, when you give your body the time to rest, your spirit the time to rest, your no matter what you believe in, but like when you go to sleep, where does your spirit even go? Like it definitely goes somewhere to recharge and we can talk about that another time. But when you give your entire entity the ability to rest and recharge, you're able to wake up back tuned into a higher frequency than when you don't and you wake up and you're automatically set at a lower frequency and you have to work that much harder to have a good day. Some other ways to use self-care in order to raise your frequency or your vibration is to get your blood pumping. Literally anything. Exercise, yes. Anything that makes you sweat, yes. You can have sex that raises your actual heart rate. Like that literally raises your vibration, your frequency if you're having sex with the right people. And with a sense of respect and love, um, dancing, having a dance party around your house. There's so many ways to get your blood pumping. You know, anything that makes you excited is automatically you've already sensed it. Think of anything that's made you excited or just like pumped up in some type of way. It raises your frequency. It raises your vibration because you're getting the blood pumping. You're moving the energy. You're actually shifting the biochemistry of your body when your blood starts pumping when your heart starts really beating And then another really good way to actually self-care your way to a higher frequency or higher vibrations, and I've touched on this already in today's episode, but it is to tend to your chakras. Depending on how deep you've dove into chakras before, I'll explain them very, very quickly. So I'll start from the bottom up because it's usually how it goes. So your root chakra is actually at the base of your spine. Then your sacral chakra is usually very close to where your reproductive organs are, Uh, Your solar plexus is kind of in the pit of your stomach. Your heart chakra is surrounded by your heart and your lungs. Your throat chakra is clearly in the middle of your throat. You have your third eye chakra, which is in between almost like a triangle. If you were to create a triangle between the two points of your eyebrows and just a little bit above, that's your third eye. And then you have your crown chakra, which shines either above your head or some people believe it's just at the very top of your skull. So when you look into chakras and you start tending to those chakras, it's very interesting because there are people that definitely like super back it and believe in it. And then there's people that don't. My own experience is just that whenever I find I'm having any kind of pain or discomfort in certain areas of my body, when I can kind of correlate it to a chakra, like when I find for instance, my anxiety, I've talked about this already and today, but when I numbed out my heart, I also had a lot of anxiety so it was almost like my heart was numb but my lungs were working overdrive and it was almost this very hard to navigate back and forth complete swing of a pendulum between being hyperactive into anxiety and then being numbed out into depression and that was a very constant cycle in my life pretty much from the time I was a teenager up until my twenties. And it's only now that I've really been able to break out of that pattern. And it's because I looked into spirituality chakras amongst other things, therapy, so many other things. But the more that I started to look into chakras, the more that I was able to discover, okay, so when I am hyperactive, when my heart goes super, super fast, when I feel like I'm panicking, when I'm literally having a panic attack, not only does it hyperactivate my heart chakra because my heart's pounding really fast and I'm taking really, really short, deep breaths, Um, I also feel right after that, then all of a sudden I can feel my stomach chakra, my solar plexus starts to get a little, you know, I get indigestion and, and this is all parts of anxiety, but this, it just goes to show you how much it affects all of your chakras. You can get headaches, you can just feel really down and empty, um, your throat chakra in particular, like you feel like your throat is closing and things like that. So it really starts to affect all of your, all of your chakras all the way down to the fact that like, this is sorry TMI, but like when you have panic attacks or panic disorders, the other thing that happens is when your body's in a state of panic, all of the blood rushes to your vital organs and it tries to get everything in your body out of you so that you can move faster. So normally people experience things like diarrhea or any kind of bloatingness or indigestion where the food just literally runs right through you. And it's because it's literally clearing your chakras. So you could freaking run away from that saber-toothed tiger, even though in today's world, the saber-toothed tiger doesn't actually exist. So let's just look at, again, another sidestep, which apparently I'm taking many today, about um, just how the chakras can experience different, different types of discomfort. But I highly suggest if you've never dipped into it before to look into chakras because tending to your chakras or being able to connect to that part of you to connect to those, their wheels of energy, that's actually the definition of a chakra is an actual wheel of energy. Um, When you're able to tap into those and to tend to those, to take deeper breaths, to open up your heart chakra, to balance those things not only do you end up having, in my experience, almost a sense of awakening, a kundalini awakening where you you move that energy up all of your chakras, but you also, you experience a sense of self-care and a sense of empowerment that helps you raise your vibration and raise your frequency. The next way to raise your vibration or your frequency is to give your attention to something and to things in particular. So the first one that I can think of is gratitude. And I know that this is, again, it's become such a cliche now that everybody's like, oh, make a gratitude list or like list off the things you're grateful for. But I believe that cliches are cliches for a reason. And gratitude in particular is probably one of the best ways that you can raise your frequency or your vibration like right now here in this moment. So especially if you say it out loud, like I'm going to do it. Um, this is weird. Three things I'm thankful for right now are the beautiful weather that's been just blessing my soul here in Toronto these last few days. Bentley is always like the, one of the first things that comes to mind and today is grocery day and I don't know why this popped into my head but just even having the means to be able to buy myself groceries to go out and get the groceries to make dinner after this. Like I'm, I'm just grateful for that. Those are the three things that popped into my head. Automatically my, bi- my vibe just raised and I, I feel it. Like you can see it in my smile. You can hear it in my my voice, like just thinking about the things that you're grateful for and really giving them attention and giving them your focus can help you raise your frequency or your vibration. This is very similar to the things you consume because when you become conscious of the things you're consuming, then you're becoming conscious of the things you give energy to or you give your focus to, kind of like the tree metaphor that I was talking about on that run. The minute that I gave my focus to the trees, I could sense their energy, but when I wasn't giving them focus, I couldn't sense their energy. Some other great ways to use your sense of focus to raise your vibration or your frequencies to create something, and it's so interesting, and I would love, love, love to do a coffee talk on this just solely on its own, it's so stemmed from the big magic book by Elizabeth Gilbert, but the idea that everything you do is creative. And I'm speaking to even those of you guys out there that don't think you're creative. The way you dress is creative. The way you speak is creative. The foods you eat is creative. Like everything you do in a day, the way you make your coffee, the way you walk, everything you do is creative because you're creating an experience. And so when you look at life that way and you shift your focus there, you're able to use that sense of creativity no matter how artistic you think you are. And that really has nothing to do with creativity. um, You can use that sense of creativity to actually raise your vibration and your frequency by creating things that feel in in alignment with your soul, in alignment with how you're feeling or expressing yourself, which even if you're expressing hard emotion, you know, one of the first things I think of is Dancing with Elephants. I was expressing throughout all of those poems uh, that I wrote, but also just all of those years of journaling, I was just expressing myself and even the poems or the journal entries that were harder, that were more heavy, that were heartbroken in a lot of ways, it still helped me raise my vibration because I was able to turn that heartbreak or turn that hard moment into a sense of self-expression, into creativity, into a book, and that helped me raise my frequency, that helped me turn things that were lower frequency, that were lower vibrational, into things that were higher vibe and higher frequency. And then I feel like I have to always say this with just especially with the focus and what you put your energy into. And I've already touched on this today, so I won't I won't go too off on it. But it's the idea of noticing what gives you energy versus what takes away your energy. And this is where focus becomes super important. Because like I said, whether it's relationships, whether it's experiences, whether it's you know, physical, material things around you, when you know how something makes you feel then you can use that sense of focus to decide to put up boundaries or decide to welcome more of it into your life. And so if there are people or if there are things or if there are experiences that make you feel like you're turning up your frequency or your vibration, spend more time with those things. And if there's things that make you feel like they are energy vampires, whether it be people, places, things, experiences that suck the energy out of you, Put up boundaries and start staying away and stop giving your focus to those things. Everything is fighting for your attention. And I'm I'm going to take a moment to say this because this is very important and you probably already know it, but media in particular and ads in particular and all of these things that we consume specifically when we tap into technology and social media, they are all fighting for your attention. It's all fighting for your attention. That's why it's so flashy. That's why it's so, you know, cut and just so in your face. And so like, look at this and want this and, and be this. And it's because it's to get your dollar. I'm so, I feel very weird about the fact that I'm going to be so open about this right now, but here we are. I'm going to generalize. And I, I hope that we can all agree that I'm definitely not speaking about everything online right now, but I'm talking about the vast majority of society and social media is very much targeted towards getting you to feel like crap so that you buy their product. And it's changing. I believe so, because I I hope so. And because I want to be part of that change, but also too, because I just want it to be out there and to be spoken to you. If you've never heard this before, because Just be aware of what you focus on online, be aware of what you follow, be aware of what you consume because it's all really, just be aware of what is there for you to consume in order to help you or in order to get you, in order to get your attention, in order to get your energy, in order to get your money, which money really is just energy, in order to just take from you by giving you false perceptions or false beliefs about yourself about the world or about what is good enough and all of that And I'm going off on something that is a coffee talk for another time But again, I just felt compelled because Apparently I'm feeling very compelled today to talk about it just because it's so dominant in today's world and it's so dominant in our culture And in our society. So anyway, just be Considerate of what you follow online and be considerate about what you consume and focus on specifically with social media and technology because that is it's messing with your frequency, even if you don't realize it. So I just want to list off a couple more powerful tools in order to raise your frequency or vibration that didn't really fit into the others that I spoke of. And one of them is using music. Now I am a music fiend. I feel like if if any of you guys follow my Spotify, you probably know this. I have like a hundred and some odd playlists that I've just attuned to any mood that I could possibly ever be in. And there's more that are privated that I haven't released yet because I'm very specific about releasing like playlists until they're ready. But it's not even just the music that you enjoy, which I definitely think is one of the my favorite ways to raise my frequency and vibration. But you can actually listen to music that has been calibrated into the hertz that we talked about. So, like I said, I think it's like 432 hertz is healing music and then you can go higher into those vibrations and into those frequencies like up to I think like 900 hertz and it can heal and work with different things it's really like sound energy you can also do sound baths if you've ever done one of these before but you go and and you can experience this in a group or you can also I'm I'm assuming you can find sound baths online that you can listen to with headphones where or to beaten bowls like those types of sound bowls that you get that are just like they're so they're like proven to actually be healing the vibration in which that sound is coming at you is not only similar to which when you start to dip into like the universe and you actually start to record the vibrations and the sounds that are happening outside of our earth uh, they're very similar to that which is so so interesting like where's the connection there something to explore another time but sound baths and using music and using Um, all of these things like sound bowls and all of that, it's actually been proven to help raise your frequency, help raise your vibration, help you heal, help you just tap into a whole different frequency. The next one, and I love this one so much, is acts of kindness. And this does not need to be some grand gesture, guys. This could literally just be, like I said, and I feel like I'm saying this because I've been doing this a lot lately or challenging myself to do this a lot lately, is smiling at a stranger. That is an act of kindness. And it is a courageous act of kindness in today's world where everybody's kind of so prone to not make eye contact, so prone to look down at the ground when we walk by each other, when we walk by people we don't know and I I feel that so much living in Toronto but considering the only thing there really is to do right now is to go for walks every time I do and even though like you're passing somebody at such a distance I really make an effort to look up and if they look at me I smile and it's so funny because it's actually again been proven through science that human nature when some like we are very we we tend to mimic other people so when someone looks at you and smiles You might not even mean to, but you just naturally start smiling back and it's because we tend to mimic what we see going on in other people, which is so also super interesting when you flip that around because when you have low frequency movement, low frequency people walking around and they're like either rude or maybe even not rude, but it can almost seem dismissive. Like I could walk by you or be talking to you right now and be over here. Like if I was sitting here talking to you guys the whole time like this and just like wasn't smiling and my voice was very monotone, you wouldn't get the same energy from today's coffee talk as if I was smiling and like beaming and looking at you even though I'm looking at a camera. But still, like it's the same same but different. In person, it's even more so. So acts of kindness are as simple as smiling at strangers to as grand or as big gestures as leaving flowers on a stranger's doorstep or helping somebody out in a time of need Or anything that just literally falls under the criteria of kindness. It doesn't just help other people, but it also helps you raise your frequency and vibration and attract more of that towards you. Basically, if you wanna raise your frequency, if you wanna raise your vibration in summary, you have to be able to embrace that loving energy. And this kind of comes full circle with what I already expressed and opened up to you guys about today, which is a very vulnerable, weird thing for me to do so openly, because I feel like, again, it's one of those things that I've never really talked. Very extensively online about but when I numbed out my heart center or my heart chakra if you believe in chakras um, when I numbed out that part of me I was stuck at a very low frequency for a very long time and it wasn't like I consciously knew it it wasn't like I was consciously choosing it but it was just the fact that it was too hard for me to go there there was too many boundaries in which I couldn't tap into my heart anymore and for that reason it almost kind of felt like no matter how hard I tried no matter how hard I worked, I felt like I was always stuck. I felt like I was always not happy enough and I thought that I needed more, that I needed to do more, that I needed to accomplish more. And it wasn't until that I, sta- I started tapping into my spirituality when I started tapping into my femininity, which I think that sometimes we get confused about that and we, we make it so gender-based, like male versus female, but really your feminine energy is Just your being energy, your receiving energy rather than your go, go, go energy and your out there energy and your logical energy. When I started to do that, I softened up to that heart center and was able to feel my way through life more, which sounds so illogical. And it's because it truly is. It's the opposite of logic, it's not doing things because it makes sense, it's doing things because it feels right and it's hard thing again to do in 2020 into today's world but again the more i softened that part of me the more i leaned into what felt right what felt right to my intuition what felt right to my heart what made me feel that sense of loving energy i was able to then raise my frequency and raise my vibration and i feel like that's really kind of the consensus here that what i'm getting at is if you take anything away from today's talk It is to lean into your loving energy because that is always the energy of your highest frequency. And I think that love truly is, and it's so much harder to express in in just words, it's so much more, there's way more depth to it, there's way more richness to it. But I'll do my best right now. I believe that the highest frequency in which we all can vibrate at is love. I think that is the highest energetic frequency, and I mean, I myself have not done too much of a dip into psychedelics. Okay, I will be honest with you on that. And that is, again, a cosmic brew for another time. But I was listening once to a podcast. I believe it was on Joe Rogan's podcast where he was talking to Russell Brand. And they were discussing how when they did shrooms, they... Like, it was one or the other. Either Russell or Joe could see loving energy and how that was like the answer to everything and listening to that podcast having never done that psychedelic myself i i i messed with that i was like yeah i feel that like i feel like i myself have felt that sense of when i'm having a day that i feel very open to my loving energy that i feel very open to kind of leading with my heart first and my mind second like go follow your heart and bring your mind with you type of thing that those were the days that I met people that changed my life, that I had experiences that I'll never forget, that I attracted things towards me that I had always wished or hoped for, or that opportunities opened up that were just not there before. And it's because I was vibrating or I had risen my frequency or my vibe in a lot of ways to that of which opened up this new sense of experience. And that's really all it is. It's like when you're vibrating at a higher frequency, When I say that you see things that you can't see when you're at a lower frequency, I don't just mean with your eyes. I mean with your whole body, with your whole sense of consciousness, which is everything that makes you, you being totally connected and totally submerged in the world around you. Raising your frequency then opens up opportunities and things around you that don't seem possible that aren't there when you're at a lower frequency. And it just, It really just, this is again, just the tip of the iceberg, but it opens up a whole new world for you. So that's why I think it's so important to learn about these things and to tap into these things. And yes, there's scientific ways to discuss these things. There are ways that aren't so emotional, that aren't so spiritual, but I just feel like this is how I discovered it. And so that's why I wanted to share it today. That's why I got so personal today about things that maybe I haven't talked about so openly before. Um... And if there's more that you guys want to know, let me know. If there's more that, if there's stories that you guys want to share about this, let me know. If you have ways that you like to tap into your higher frequencies or raise your vibe, definitely let us know because all of us, I'm assuming, anyone listening to this and more, want to be able to try out all the ways and find out what works for us and what doesn't. And aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Cosmic Brew. I love you guys to the moon and back. I hope you gained something or some sort of insight out of this. And I will talk to all of you guys in the next Coffee Talk. Bye, guys.